Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. So friends, if you missed the last segment, Jenna Ellis is upstairs in the White House. The yellow room, I think, is that what it was called, Jenna? The the yellow oval. The yellow oval. Okay, so she's upstairs in the White House. President Trump is showing her something on the bookshelf. Jenna, please continue the story. Yeah, so he was showing me this collection of uh, law books from former presidents, and um, and I, I think it was President Truman. I mean, I was overwhelmed at the time, just thinking this is amazing American history. And I just looked at him and said, "Can I can I touch them? Can I see that?" And he laughed and he goes, "Yeah, of course," you know. And so I'm like taking these books off the shelf and just thinking, "This is not on the regular tour. This is so so amazing and exciting." And he's telling me. You know, just some, some stories of his personal favorite things about the White House and um, and its heritage and the presidency. And, you know, and that's how he always was with everything that was American history. Um, you know, the, the left likes to say with some of the um, the things like his uh, his his Independence Day celebrations. I mean, I got to be there uh, with him at Mount Rushmore. My dad got to come with me, actually, and um, and see, you know, the amazing flyovers and the fireworks and um, and how, you know, he had um, the helicopters come by an Air Force One, actually, as it was landing, you know, kind of do a lower flyby so people could see it. And just, you know, this sense of being proud to be an American. And, and the left likes to say, oh, you know, he's just showing off and he's this and that and, um, you know, and, and trying to malign and frankly pervert what was actually going on, which is just a president that had such a profound respect and love for the rich history of this country. And you saw that in his speech that night as well, which I think was actually the greatest speech that he's ever given was from Mount Rushmore that night. And, um, and so for me, that my, some of my most favorite and cherished memories are just speaking with him one-on-one about his love of the Constitution, love of this country, and love of the presidency. And, you know, I have so many um, different mementos and things um, from my time there. And uh, and that I'll always cherish because they're part of American history and presidential history. Um, and, and I just I love everything that has the presidential seal with President Trump's signature, because I thought, what an amazing opportunity to have gotten to serve the greatest president of my lifetime. And um, and it's amazing. So you serve in a really interesting capacity because you've served President Trump, you've worked alongside John MacArthur, you're now working with the Republican nominee for governor in Pennsylvania. You're, you're kind of right at the forefront of this. What is your message to Christians, particularly Christians, with regards to public policy engagement? Because I think there's a handful of people, Dennis Prager always talks about this, there's, there's a very small amount of people that are fighters. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't want to deal with politics. Oh my gosh, it's so dirty and it's combative and I kind of want people to like me and I want to be nice and I want to be able to share the gospel and I don't want people to think badly of me. So what's your message to American Christians at this moment in American history? Mm-hmm. Well, my message is if you want to continue to share the gospel freely and exercise our first freedoms, which is what we're doing right now, Jeff, which is speaking together about truth on a media platform, and we want to protect the right of churches to share the gospel and to teach, then you better be engaged citizens, and you better 
uh, be a fighter for this country, because the only reason that we have religious freedom in this country and we can openly pray, we can openly share the gospel and the truth about the person of truth, Jesus Christ, is because our founders in their wisdom protected religious freedom for this country. And if we don't engage and we stand down and we leave it to other people, those other people won't be the Christian nationalists. They won't be the ones who understand that. They will be the secular humanists. They will be the uh, neo-Marxists. They will be the ones who hate God, hate Christians, hate this country and want to transform it. And pretty soon we will see our religious freedoms rapidly eroding. And if not for President Trump and his three justices on the Supreme Court, we would not have the Dobbs decision. We wouldn't have so many other things that um, the Supreme Court is going to continue to protect. And I truly believe including religious freedom. And the only reason that we won uh, John MacArthur's case is because the Supreme Court, once Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed, uh, that changed the analysis for Gavin Newsom in L.A. County. It changed the analysis for a lot of the, the Democrat governors who were persecuting churches. And so if not for a government that protects your religious freedom, you would have to share the gospel with a profound uh, knowledge and profound risk that your freedoms and liberties might be at stake. We are so blessed to live in this country, so please continue to engage. Get out and vote. Continue to fight for this country. It's worth it. If you think about the founding of this nation, right, our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor, and the willingness that they were, uh, what they were willing to give up, what they're willing to sacrifice for these ideas in this government structure against these challenges. I think a lot of people go, well, government's kind of, we all generally have the same values, right? It's 1950s, 1960s, 1970s. Who really cares between candidate A on the school board and candidate B on the school board? But those values are gone. And we're now at a place where you have one side that radically wants to remake this country versus another. And Al Mohler, just recently, this last week, I was at a speech with him. He said that these fights are going to be theological in nature. They are over questions about what this country is, who people are, the inherent dignity of humanity. And politics is naturally combative. Policy only moves at the point of impact. Bob McEwen always says that, a good friend of ours. And so if we go down to the state capitol and say, well, we'd like to pass a law celebrating all the great sunshine in the state of Colorado, no one's going to care about that. But if I want to go down and stop the dozens and dozens and dozens of little babies that are being murdered with regards to abortion in this country, oh, there's going to be pushback on that uh, or in this <laughs> in Colorado, right? Planned Parenthood's going to push back and it's naturally going to be combative. And so Christians are either going to kind of roll over and go, well, we'll let Planned Parenthood do what they want. And there's going to be, you know, kids that die as a result of it. I mean, dozens and dozens of kids that will die in the state of Colorado, a classroom size of children. This was prior to the <laughs> fall of Roe v. Wade. We lost a classroom of children every single day in the state of Colorado to Planned Parenthood. And now there's been a 500% increase since the fall of Roe v. Wade as states start to, as people travel in from other states to Colorado. But that's a fight that's worth fighting for. And you've got to get a lot more comfortable with the idea that we've got to go to the mat on our principles and our beliefs and our values and not let the other side just control it. I was going through this morning, Jamie, I was going through all of the 
ballot initiatives. We're putting together a ballot guide here in the state mm -hmm. of Colorado. And the amount of money that the left pours into these ballot initiatives. I mean, millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And the uh, opponents for, against these leftist ballot initiatives, nothing. There's no conservatives putting any money in response to it. So the left sees the government as a vehicle to advance their agenda, and conservatives are afraid that people might get mad at us. And so we're, we're stuck. Someone said on, uh, on, to me the other day that there's a difference between uh, how a chicken and a pig give themselves at a ranch. <laughs> you know, uh, the chicken can give an egg. That's one, that's one way to commit to a ranch. Uh, the pig gives a very different way at a ranch. And the left gives as if pigs. I mean, they're, they're willing to give their entire fortunes, their lives, to advance the government agenda. The right, well, here's a few dollars. I appreciate it. Um, it was Rick Santorum. I held a call with Rick Santorum last night. He, uh, he said that comment. But, Jenna, I, I really want to thank you. I know you face tremendous opposition from the most elite, powerful forces in this country. And I want to thank you so very much for standing strong, for being committed to the moral values that shape this nation. How can people follow you? What does the future look like for Jenna? What are the issues you're <laughs> going to continue to work on? Yeah, well, you know, uh, the elite and uh, the most powerful forces uh, here in Washington and in Colorado and, and beyond have nothing on the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And at the end of the day, um, I know who I serve and I know uh, where I'm going. And um, ultimately my eternal hope is in him. And that's how Christians can absolutely take courage and stand in the fight because we know who wins in the end and it is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so um, please continue to pray for me to have the courage uh, to stand firm, to continue to win uh, in just winning souls and winning people's hearts and minds um, to be changed and understand why this fight matters. Um, please pray for Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania. Um, speaking of Planned Parenthood, they have put in so much money in the state of Pennsylvania for exactly the same reasons that you're talking about um, here in Colorado. And uh, we need to have other governors who will stand firm on the issue of life, on the issues of religious freedom, on our rights, these, you know, the left wants to talk about diversity and, you know, how, um, you know, BLM matters. And it's like, well, if you look at the worldview of the left, they're the ones that are saying uh, that some human beings aren't valuable based on their own arbitrary metric. Um, there is no worldview other than the Christian worldview that has true equality because we recognize that all life is valuable simply by virtue of being human, made in the image of God from the moment of conception until natural death. And if you draw that line anywhere else, you are now saying, based on some arbitrary classification, that some lives are less valuable than others. So this fight matters. Um, please do continue to pray for me that um, I'll engage these fights. And, uh, you know, the future looks um, very bright, and I have no idea what God has for me next, but that's the great thing about being a Christian. I could have never in my wildest dreams anticipated that one day I'd get a, a phone call from President Donald Trump saying, you know, hey, come work for me. Um, but that's how, that's how God works. He opens doors and whatever happens uh, next, I'm looking forward to it. Jenna, thanks so much for joining us. Friends, you've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour on the sponsored by the Centennial Institute. God bless you all.